Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Caregiver and Spoonie Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Banderas. And before we get started, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes of the Caregiver and Spoonie Podcast. And also, thank you for all your support, the emails, all the feedback that I've been receiving. I receive a lot of feedback. That's why I, I, I always, I'm always changing the podcast a little bit. Because thanks to your feedback, we're growing. And I like it. So, let's get into today's episode, shall we? Now, on today's episode, we, I have a very important question that somebody asked me as well. And the question was, can we be smarter than the doctor? And my answer is, yes. And let me tell you why. This is imperative. It is imperative that you that you have that you're smarter than your own doctor or that your caregiver or whoever is helping you is smarter than the doctor. Like in in the situation that I can explain is like, for example, my wife. She gets stressed, obviously, because of, of all her uh, of all her diagnosis and everything. So I had to learn a lot about the diagnosis and everything. So what I had to do is that I had to literally sometimes go toe-toe with uh, or get in fights with doctors and tell them, like, no, this is what's happening. And the doctor was trying to say something completely different. I'm like, no, you have to listen. So you have to be something smarter than the doctor. Like I said, it is imperative. And the reason why it's imperative is because th- think about it this way. The doctor only sees you for, what, 15, 20 minutes, like, uh, we've been lucky enough for some doctors to be able to see my wife for an hour. That doesn't really happen very often. But they only see you for like 15 minutes. Sometimes they don't, they don't even talk. Sometimes they just listen to you and they just say like, okay, here's a new prescription. And it might happen to you. It might not happen to you, but you might hear it from somebody else. But that's exactly what happens to us. Like we, we try to talk to the doctor. The doctor just sits there. They don't even... Uh, it, kind of seems like they don't even pay attention and then they don't even ask questions they just like okay here you go so if the doctor is not paying attention to you or not even listening to you or or the thing is that they only see you for like 10 15 minutes are they giving you really adequate care for whatever your your condition is like do they know everything about about your condition do they know are they like an specialist that that know everything about the condition or not even everything about the condition but do they know how the condition affects you because every condition for example with fibromyalgia my wife has fibromyalgia we know people that have fibromyalgia and my wife has different di- different symptoms than other people, and other people have different symptoms than my wife. So, not everybody is going to suffer the same just because you you have the same condition or the same the same illness or the same child or the same challenge in the situation. So, the doctor doesn't take that into consideration. So, you have to pay attention to all of your all of your uh, symptoms. What happens? If you sleep, if you don't sleep, if you if you if if when you eat something it makes you sick, you have to pay attention to so much and you have to do so much research because when you go to the doctor, the doctor again is not gonna listen to you for more than 15, 20 minutes. That's here in Utah at least, that's pretty much why I think the system sucks. Because 
they're not listening to us. They're, 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 and then somehow, or for some reason, the doctor might already have made up their mind. Like this happened to my wife where, where one of the doctors, because my wife said not to the doctor, the doctor put on the actual fucking medical record that my, that my wife is, is not a, it does, it's not a cooperative uh, patient that doesn't like to cooperate with the doctor. And I'm like, that is such bullshit. Because the doctor wasn't listening. My wife said, like, no, you need to listen. And the doctor did that. So I'm like, what the hell? And I know probably that you know somebody that, that has gone through something like that or, or probably it happened to you. So don't let the doctors control the situation because the doctors don't know everything about your condition. And, I, and I'm going to give you this example. I think I have shared this story before. My wife, she suffers from, from, um, from very bad migraines. She suffers from very bad migraines. And we saw this uh, neurologist for like, what, three, four years. And at one point, I kind of knew that she didn't know what to do because she just kept giving us the runaround. So what I did is that I had to research. I did so much research in regards to what my wife needs, you know, because my wife had also a stroke. I think I have mentioned this. She had a stroke and I was researching about strokes, strokes, um, migraines and everything. And one of the things that I came up with, it's a, a, a test called a SPECT test, which it, it shows the brain exactly what's going on in the brain, you know, like what lights up, what doesn't light up. And I asked my wife, okay, after you had your stroke, has anybody actually looked deeper into your brain, like to see exactly what's going on, the kind of damage that you suffer from, from the stroke or it, or why you have so much depression or anxiety, all of these things, you know? And she said, no. I'm like, has anybody done any type of, of test that shows like your brain activity? She's like, no. So when we went to the doctor, I asked her like, how come we haven't done like anything like this? And she's like, oh, the insurance won't cover it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But what can we do? Because nobody has has actually looked exactly into the problem to see why why this keeps happening, why she has uh, the migraines, why she has so much depression. I mean, nobody has looked directly into the brain and say like, hey, is there anything else going on besides an MRI? But an MRI won't give you like a lot of answers. Same thing with a CT scan. You need like a more detailed um, scan of your brain that shows you like, okay, this area lights up when it's depressed. Let's take a look here why, you know? So that's pretty much what I had to do. I had to research a lot about it. So anyway, we go to the doctor. My wife is having migraines. My wife is having a lot of depression and anxiety. And I keep digging into this. You know, like I, I keep asking the, question, the doctor questions like, hey, how come we haven't tried this or this or this or this? You know, I keep giving her all these aversions. And, she's, and she keeps saying, like, no, that doesn't work and everything. I try it with other patients and it doesn't work. And I'm like, okay, then what can we do to help her? Because... My wife is suffering and she was uh, and the doctor was all like ah you know what i don't know what else to do so you're gonna have to go to another specialist literally that's what the doctor said and that's because and the reason why that happened is because i had the information with me i i'm like okay 
you can try all of this, but for some reason she didn't want to try it. Or like she said, like the insurance won't cover it. So she didn't want to fight with insurance. And that's another thing that we're going to have, we're going to talk about probably in another episode. Uh, insurance again. So anyway, so she, she was all like, there's nothing else that I can do. Go see another specialist. And I'm like, who? <laughs> you know, like you're the specialist, you're the neurologist. And the, and the doctor goes like, oh, you might have to go see a, a headache specialist. Well, we, we called the headache specialist and literally the headache specialist said like, if the neurologist can't do anything, I can't do anything myself. So we're at a standstill right now. Unfortunately, that's pretty much what's happening. And, 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 and it all happened because I had the information. So you might have to deal with doctors like that where you give them all the information that you have researched and they might be like, oh crap, I haven't tried this. Or I don't want to try this because I try it with somebody else and it doesn't work or like the insurance doesn't pay for it. But anyway, you have to have the information because when you have the information, when you have your, when you're smarter than the doctor in regards to your situation or your spoonie situation, you're gonna be able to tell the doctor what to do. And remember, the doctor works for you. You didn't, you did, he, the doctor didn't pick you. The doctor didn't pick you to save you. You pick them, and you're paying them so they can help you. So if you feel that they're not giving you adequate care. If you can switch to a different doctor, I recommend it. And and if you have to switch to another doctor, you already have the information. You you already have you already have the experience with a bad doctor. You can tell the new doctor, hey, this is the experience that I have. You either gonna listen to me, I want you to be part of my team, or I'll move on to somebody else. Obviously, that's only if you can, because if you live in an area where you don't have a lot of doctors. You're just gonna have to bring it to the doctor and be like, listen, you're not giving me the adequate care. I have all this information. Have you even looked at it? Or did you even uh, research it on your own? Because like I said, they only give you like what, 10, 15 minutes sometimes. I've been, I've been to the doctor with my wife and the doctor only sees my wife for like five minutes and then leaves and then at the end just writes another prescription and be like, oh, let's, let, let me see you in like two months. That's how they treat us. So why why will we not do more research about about or 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 situation or condition or illness when the doctor probably sees like hundreds of patients or sometimes over 50 patients in a day so they see so many different things so they're not going to focus on your on your own case they're not going to research everything about your condition they're not gonna they're they're not with you 24 7 they're not monitoring you 24 7 so they're not gonna know everything they're just gonna go with with what it says in the book they literally they're literally they're just gonna go with what it says on the book about the condition about or and about the treatment they're not gonna go out of their way some doctors won't at least some doctors won't some doctor some doctors do and the ones that do uh, think outside the book. They deserve the respect they deserve. They they deserve so they deserve so much respect. But anyway, so 
the, the doctor is not there with you 24-7 to monitor you and say like, oh, this is a new thing or, or, or this happens when you did this, you know? So you have to keep track of it. You have to be smarter than the doctor because you have to give that information to the doctor so you can give adequate care. That's that's why that's why I wanted to talk about this because when I got this question from my listener, I was like, you know what? You can be smarter than the doctor. I proved it to myself at least when I had this conversation with the doctor. Where the doctor finally at the end was all like, I don't know what else to do. Go go see somebody else. Literally, she just was like, you know what? Almost like, and the way that she said it was more like, I don't want to deal with you. Go with somebody else. Somebody else is gonna deal with you, not me. And that's exactly how I felt when she said that. My wife felt the same way. So we're, I'm like, all right, we found another doctor and it's not going well. The new doctor is, it's a little bit worse, but we're, we're, we are getting to this just like you can get to this because some doctors don't like to be questioned. That's the thing. Too. Some doctors don't like to be questioned. They, they don't want to... Uh, look dumb, which it doesn't make them look dumb. It's just that, dude, you have so many patients. Listen to the to the to the patient when they try to give information in regards to their to to their condition. You have to listen at least because you don't know everything. Like uh, to be honest, this is a message to the doctors. You don't know everything about the condition. The con- a condition evolves. A person is different. Like, like I said, my wife has fibromyalgia and, and she has different different symptoms than another person with fibromyalgia. So it's not gonna you're not gonna be able to treat the same you're not gonna be able to kill the same the or how can I put it? You're not gonna be able to treat the same condition with the same uh uh with with the same you're not gonna be able to treat treat the condition the same condition over and over and over with the same with with the same uh, medicine or the same uh, protocol because somebody else might be different. Every human is different, so every condition is gonna be based on that human or in that person is gonna be different. So you have to adapt the the protocol or the or whatever it says on the book to the person. That's it's it's almost like the medicine has to be um, made for you. But the problem is that doctors they do it for everybody. It's like they say one one size fits all. That's why I wanted to say it. one the 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 way that the doctors use medicine is that one size fits all. But that's not going to be the case. So for some people. Um, they one one pill can help them for another person another 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 the same pill cannot might not help them that's pretty much what it is so doctor you have to be smarter than your doctor you have to know what happens when you take a pill what happens when you take your medicine what happens when you follow the protocol and it doesn't work you have to be very specific you have to do even more research about new treatments that are coming out because there, uh, uh, there, there, there's always somebody studying a condition, even if it's rare. So there's, there's always somebody that might be, that might be um, trying to find a cure for your condition. So research about it. Be smarter than the doctor. The doctors don't like it, but once you become smarter than the doctor, oh, the doctor will be like, okay, give me more information. 
you know, like they will, they, they, I, and you need to tell them too, hey, listen, I'm going to do all this research. I'm going to bring it to you. I want you to read it because remember, they work for you. You don't work for them. You you pick them to help you. You you pretty much said you're going to be part of, of my team and I'm going to pay you. So because you're paying them, you have to be very clear with what your expectations are. That's pretty much what what the way it is. That's why that's how I'm answering this question with with my own perspective because of my story. So <clears throat> that's that that this is how we can help you to pretty much get the doctor in in your in your corner and be able and for the doctor to be able to understand that you just want help. You know, like that's pretty much what 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 it is, and that's pretty much all I have for you guys today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for for all your feedback, your emails. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. And also, if you want to share your, your story, you can also uh, share it on at the caregiveranspoonie at gmail.com, on the Facebook community, on the comments on Facebook, or, or on YouTube, and on Instagram as well. And as always, always take care of yourself and have a great day.